Well, hello there, wonderful teachers. I want to invite you to an event we're doing this summer. It's in Cincinnati, Ohio, so you have to be able to make it there, but it might be worth traveling for if you're able to. It's happening on July 20th and 21st, so that's over a weekend, and it's going to be the best two days for teachers. We're going to have a ton of fun. We're going to learn a lot about pedagogy and creative teaching and business. We have two fabulous guest speakers and we're even going to finish with an optional Kaylee. That's an Irish dancing party. So I hope you'll be able to join me. Just go to vibrantmusicteaching.com slash turbo that's dot com slash t-u-r-b-o 24 the numbers two four. I hope you'll check it out view all the details there and I hope to see you in Cincinnati in July. On with the episode. Vibrant, vibrant, vibrant music teaching. Proven and practical tips, strategies, and ideas for, for music, music teachers. teachers. You're listening to the Vibrant Music Teaching Podcast. I'm Nicola Canton, and today we're talking about our favorite apps for teenage piano students. Lovely teachers, welcome back to the podcast. If this is your first time joining me, a super warm welcome to you. I'm glad you could make it along. There are 215 episodes for you to go back and listen to, to your heart's content. And if you have been joining me for every one of those 215, now 216 episodes, thank you so much for being on this journey with me. It's great to have you here. And I hope you've gone ahead and left a review for us already. But if you haven't, please do that when you get a chance. Today we're talking about apps. I honestly don't use a lot of apps in my studio. It's really declined for me over the years rather than increased, mostly probably to do with COVID and the increased screen time and not wanting to increase that further. Also to do with my preference for tactile games, real physical games that I print out and that we use. However, there are some apps that I use in my teaching. In particular today, we're looking at apps for teenagers. So what we've done is we've brought together four of our fantastic team members. This is a team VMT post. It's definitely not just from me. So we've got recommendations from Gemma, who's the community assistant who looks after basically the members inside Vibrant Music Teaching, helps them make sure they can find what they need and get the advice they need as well. And then we've got Joanna, who's one of the editors over on the blog and for our magazine. Sarah, who manages the blog and the magazine, as well as many other aspects of the content we create, including the games creation. And then from me, so four of the dream team here to share our favorite apps for teenage students with you. So I'm going to run through as they're listed, but if you miss any of these titles or want the direct links, do go ahead and go over to the article that goes along with this episode. You can find it at colorfulkeys.ie slash 216. So the first recommendation is from Gemma, and I thoroughly agree with her recommendation. She mentioned the app GarageBand or GarageBand if you're from a different part of the world. GarageBand, it's installed pre-installed on most apple devices which is great it's already on the ipad in general so that's really perfect because it's already there you don't need to go and get it and if it's not pre-installed you'll find that it's usually free in the app store for you now it is an apple app so it's only available on 
Apple devices since it's actually created by them. They're not going to make it available for Android, but it is really fantastic. And honestly, I prefer the iPad version to the desktop version. I've used the desktop version plenty for creating some of our more simple backing tracks that we have inside Vibrant Music Teaching. The fancier ones are created by someone else, but I create some of the simple ones in GarageBand. And I do that on the desktop. It is It has got more features. However, the iPad app is way more intuitive and is really feature rich as well, including the smart instruments. Here's what Gemma said about it. Many of my teen students are resistant to composing with notation but we'll happily make something up in GarageBand. A lot of them are familiar with the app as it is often already installed on iPads, but usually they haven't tried to make their own mini compositions. There are a few ways I used it in the lesson. The two most common ways are to add rhythm to a small section of a piece they already know, or to create their own melody over a four to eight bar chord progression. Recording the piano parts can be done over Bluetooth on my digital piano, and then I get the student to add rhythm and voice lines, if they choose, use the smart instrument function in the app to add other sounds. The best side effect of this activity is that the preset rhythms won't fit unless the student part is rhythmically solid, which usually further instills the importance of rhythm and beat for them. So I love that tip from Gemma that what they're getting out of it, that's so true, it won't fit unless they're rhythmically solid. So they do have to play in time. I often have my students add the drummer first and then play along with that if they're recording something into it. I don't let them use a smart piano, by the way. On the, They have to use the real piano <laughs> to input the piano part, but then I often let them add the guitar part or the bass parts or explore the strings. Um, it's really fun, really interactive. And as Gemma said, it's pre-installed on a lot of iPads that students have anyway. And yet they don't think to use it. It's like they need permission. I don't know. I, some of them will just explore it by themselves. But most of them, I feel, get distracted by whatever the latest game craze is. And they do that. And they actually have this super cool thing on their iPad. So if we show them how to use it, it can unleash a whole new creative avenue for them. So the next one is from Sarah. And she mentioned the app Drum Loops, which is one I haven't personally used. So this was really interesting for me to hear about. It works on Apple and Android, which is great. Here's what Sarah said about it. I often tell my students that rhythm is the most important part of music. They can miss a few notes or disregard the expression marks and listeners won't bat an eyelash. Play the rhythms awkwardly, though, or use an unsteady beat and the music will just feel off. With that in mind... It makes sense that teachers can't ever have too many rhythm resources. Drum Loops, available for both Apple and Android devices, is by far my favorite to use with teens. At its most basic, Drum Loops is simply a collection of different drumming tracks. But when you dig into it, there are many ways in which it stands out for, from the rest. You can choose from over 500 different drum loops, covering essentially every kind of musical style or meter imaginable. Use the search function to narrow things down quickly. For example, if you need something in 3-4 time or a swing rhythm. Change the tempo without affecting the pitch. Create your own customized playlist to save your favorite loops at your preferred tempo. Follow the blinking light for reinforcement of the pulse. Drumming tracks keep my teens moving forward during sight reading exercises or when they struggle to keep going in a piece without stopping to fix each mistake. 
I find these tracks more effective than using a metronome because there is a clear downbeat. Students can't just drop a beat here or there and still stay with the beat. They need to feel and stick with the meter too. I also like to use these tracks in conjunction with rhythm activities using relative rhythms, related rhythms, or rhythm vocab cards from the Vibrant Music Teaching Library, or in conjunction with activities from Nicola's book, Rhythm in Five. So I love using drum loops as well, like as in the thing. I love using drumming tracks as a backing track, just like Sarah. However, I hadn't come across this app and it sounds incredible in terms of the number of different loops available and the fact that it's on iOS and Android. Since I personally, since I've got the hybrid piano, so it's a Kawaii Novus that I have in my teaching room now, since I got that and it has a touchscreen with the drummer right built into it there, I find that handier and it comes out of the piano itself. So it's it's really great and it feels integrated with the piano sound. But before I had that, I used a one called Super Metronome Groove Box, which works great as well. But I think this one sounds like it's probably even better, even more adaptable. I love, as Sarah mentioned, you can create playlists of them. So she gave the example actually of using it a playlist for cut time, for swing rhythms. So you can save the ones that you like and use them again later, which I think is fantastic. Then we had Joanna next, and Joanna brought up the app BeatStar, which is one that I have heard of, but hadn't actually used myself. So this is another one that's available for Android and Apple, which is great. And she said, think Guitar Hero for your thumbs. Here's what Joanna said about it. Essentially, BeatStar gets your students to play the melody of the song and then adds in some syncopated rhythms later, getting the player thinking about rhythm, beat and melody all at once, and sometimes even playing a particular riff element of the piece. Now, this is more a game than purely educational app, but hear me out. I love using this game with teens because it ticks a few boxes for me. The BeatStar game app gets students to feel the pulse of the music, lets teachers discover current hit songs while introducing students to tried and true classics, encourages students to anticipate what's coming up, especially if they don't know the song, sight reading anyone, has three varying skill levels or modes to cater towards each of your teens, makes it easy to obtain new songs and build a great library so it never feels old or stale. Students who do great with this app have a great sense of pulse, melody, and are quick at thinking on their feet, all essential skills that we need as pianists and musicians. So this one sounds super great and the the images of it look really great. I have seen it, sort of the pictures. Um, I recognize them having looked at the app before, but haven't used it personally. I think that description of it being like Guitar Hero for your thumbs is very accurate. So if you pick, if you can picture Guitar Hero, the way it's kind of scrolling down, um, it's not quite like, um, what do you call that one? Flow key. It's not like that. It's not the colors coming down from above to a keyboard. It's symbols scrolling across, scrolling down the screen and you do things with them. So it is definitely very gamified. But I agree with her in what it's developing. If you can get students to play this on their own time, or if you just have like a minute here or there in your lesson to use this as a brain break, I think it's definitely time well spent. And then finally, we have my recommendation, and I'm afraid it's recommendations. <laughs> I couldn't narrow this down to one because I had two in mind that I wanted to share with you that are particularly useful for teens. One you will have heard me talk about before if you've been listening to me for a while, and that's Music Club. I used to use this a lot more than I do now because I used to use it for backing tracks for scales, just for practicing scales in general. Now I just use it for improv. So I used to use it for both. Now I just use it as an improv backing track. 
um, but you definitely can use it for scale practice. The reason it's not really for scale practice anymore for me is because we now have a series inside Vibrant Music Teaching called Scale Sync, where we have custom made backing tracks that I think are even better for scale practice because they force you to play. You're playing along with the actual scale, whereas this is just a backing track. It's just the background music. And so while you can play a scale along with it, you're not going to notice when you make a mistake as much. But for improvisation, it's great. So it's this very unique visual of it's not really a circle of fifths but it's um it's a cog shape and you move it around to select different scales and it shows you what notes are in that scale so students don't aren't being tested on what notes are in the scale but they are reinforcing the patterns in the scale and then once you've selected your scale and you can change between majors and minors etc once you've selected your scale you can then select between different preset um, styles now you can't change the tempo within a style so there's just like a variety of tempi with each one being a different style i think there's six or five per scale but the styles of them are the main reason i like this they sound super modern there are a lot of apps kind of like this but these ones sound really good and that's why this is important for teenagers, especially because you need it to sound like cool music that would actually they would actually listen to or that would be in the background on a game or a film or something. It needs to sound like real music they would actually find valid. So that's for improvisation. I love that one. It's called Music Clock. And then the second one, my second recommendation is kind of on the other end of things, and that is Tenuto. You may know this. It's from the guys at musictheory.net, if you know that site. So Tenuto is the app and I think this one is iOS only again Apple only but the reason I thought I'd bring up this one in particular for teens is a lot of us will have teens who have been with us the whole way through yes some of us have teen beginners but a lot of us have teenagers who are really quite good <laughs> and I end up with a lot of teens in that category who want to do exams in general and if they want to do practical exams I make them do music theory exams so they're doing music theory exams I don't make students do exams in general, but if they want to do the piano exam, they have to do the theory exam. That's my deal. If they're doing the theory exams, there's a lot of really quite advanced concepts they need to get to grips with, like grade five or higher. If you haven't come across a theory exam system, you might be surprised at the scope of them. Like it's pretty intense in terms of knowing interval qualities and all different types of scales and chord theory and lots of other things. So this app, Tenuto, I like in particular not because it's fancy, almost because it's not. So it doesn't have fun themes that you might see in like the note naming apps for younger students or anything like that. It's very simple. So for adults and teens, it never feels too babyish. What it lacks in sort of cutesiness, it makes up for in its scope because it has so many different things you can drill. Everything from scales to chords to, I mean, you can drill the piano keys even at a basic level and it goes to quite an advanced level. So that's the main thing that's in this app that is lacking in most others. There are a lot of others who drill one aspect, so like just the oral skills from this app, but also don't go up to the level that Tenuta goes up to. So it spans a huge range and they all go up to a very high level, which is what I need for a lot of my teenage students. So those are my two recommendations, Music Lock for improvisation for students of any level, and then Tenuta for my more advanced 
teens. We would love to hear what apps you love for your teenage students. Please leave a comment on the article that goes along with this episode. That's at colorfulkeys.ie slash 216 or find me on Instagram and share your thoughts there. Your one thing this week is to do a little app audit on your iPad or your tablet that you use for lessons. Are there any on there that you haven't used for a while that you wish you used more often? Are there any that you need to suggest to parents or students to get for home use because they're not really appropriate for lessons, they're more for home use? And there are, are there any holes in your apps that you want to seek out an app that covers a specific area for your teaching? That's it for this week, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Do let me know if you did over on Instagram and I will see you back here next week for another episode. Vibrant Music Teaching members get five new games or resources at least every single month that keep them inspired and wanting to become a better teacher each and every day. If you want to join the best community of teachers online, you can go to vmt.ninja and sign up today. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Vibrant Music Teaching Podcast. I hope you loved it and I wanted to pop on here one more time to remind you about our event. It's happening in Cincinnati this July and you can get all the details at vibrantmusicteaching.com slash turbo. See you there.